Satnam, beautiful sovereign women. So this week we've been talking about navigating these fast changing times and learning how to use holistic tools to help us through our own spiritual awakening journey. And today on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, I'm really, really excited and super honored to have a special guest here with us today, professional astrologer, Nura Rochelle, who will be sharing a little bit of her medicina, her medicine with all of you, as it relates to these fast cosmic changing times, and also a little bit more about what you can expect at the upcoming virtual uh, summit for the Sovereign Woman Movement. Satnam, and welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement show, where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the uh, summit for the Sovereign Woman Movement. Satnam, and welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement show, where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal body, mind, and spirit, and so we can bring in an enlightened society. So I'll go ahead and bring in our guest, Nura Michelle. It's fun to see what technology likes to do, you know, whether it allows us to connect or not. <laughs> Ta-da! How are you? Yay! I know. It's always, like, really, really scary to think what technology can or cannot do. And I'm just glad it's not, like, Mercury retrograde or something. And then we can actually connect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. And it's, it's, I'm, I'm always learning so much. I'm I, just amazed that we can connect in this way. So thank oh, you thank so you much so for much. having me. This is oh, so wonderful. such an honor, Nora. I've been following you for some time and I absolutely love all the things you share, of course, on social media and everything that you represent. And as I was thinking about the women that would be the first official presenters for the Sovereign Women's Summit, it was easy to really know that it was someone like you and that really vibrated this essence of, of a woman and of, of, of really diving deep into a, a, a science that probably you could learn for an entire lifetime, astrology, right? Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's endlessly fascinating. I mean, welcome to the rabbit hole. If, if you're new, <laughs> it's, it's a forever journey, which I think I, I'm a Sagittarius. So, I mean, I'm into that. I like that. <laughs> and I am I consider myself to be a complete newbie you know when I became a kundalini yoga teacher it we used uh, astrology very associated with it so I took it in more seriously but obviously I always uh, admire and respect those that have dedicated their time to them so tell us a little bit about yourself like uh, how did you who are you how did you get into what the work that you do and what do you do is exactly <laughs> yeah so I do a lot of astrology readings courses that's pretty much my mo but I think really similarly to you, I, I found, well, I think astrology found me on my own personal quest to find myself. You know, I, I was studying yoga and meditation and, and those things. And, and that was, I mean, I think that it, it makes so much sense. All of these disciplines, they go together so well. I've been studying herbalism and, and just general health and, and integrative living. And I think astrology found me when I was seeking to understand my patterns and also how they differed with other people's patterns. Like why did specific things keep coming up? Um, why did I keep attracting similar people or similar events and storylines? And, and I kept feeling the same way in all of them. And I was like, okay, well, obviously there's something here. And I think, you know, observation, correlation, you, I think like most people, you kind of start with these things a little bit skeptical, but then you start seeing things and you're like, oh, well, this is obviously 
happening. This is obviously real. So I, I think um, that scientist part of me, um, you can't deny the, the macro and microcosm synchronicities. For sure. sure. So, so, you, so do you, you definitely you see it as a science as well? Absolutely. And I think it's an art as well. I mean, it, it, you can look at it from so many different um, angles, but for me, a lot of it is, it's kind of bridging the gap between that art and science for myself and the work that I do it's you know using the transits using you know what's happening in the sky drama and then there is still that component say when I'm working with somebody specific who maybe is um, going through something there's that you know counseling or communicating asking questions and so the art I think is really in how to take this big idea and ground it for each individual person, but also for the collective, which I think is um, really some of the magic here to see, well, okay, we see that there's correlations, but what does it mean for us? And, and how can we empower ourselves with this information? Right, and I think that's, I think that's what's fascinating so fascinating because there's specific, there's specific like astrologers that I gravitate, gravitate to, to just based just on based their, their interpretation. interpretation. Because yeah. it really is um, an interpretation of what the cosmos are showing us, right? Is that how, how you see it? Yeah, it's it's the above, so below, as above, so below, as within, so without. And it's, you know, the planets aren't causing anything to happen or mean, you know, that that's one theory. Some theorists would say, yes, they are. Um, but at least in my perspective, they're just happening at the same time. They're like signifiers. It's like, you can watch this mirror. And then since you can go ahead in time and look at, the transits that are coming and you already know that they align well now you have a strategy now you have a tool you can look at the upcoming cycles and kind of know where you are in your cycle so you can anticipate what's coming next at least by theme you know so if I know I'm about to go through a Jupiter return and Jupiter returns are all about expansion and higher self aspirations and connecting with what really opens you on a soul level you know that's coming well maybe you're planning to travel during that time maybe you're planning to take a course you know you're planning to meet with teachers like you can really maximize and amplify your efforts when you know what's coming Ooh, I love that. So I guess if, if somebody would like consult with you, you'd be able to look at their chart and kind of look at kind of, is it kind of like creating a plan or more like a strategy, would you say? I think I like strategy because plan makes it sound like it's something you have to strictly adhere to, but, but strategy is kind of like, well, there's options of how things can turn out. And, you know, if one thing doesn't work out, you try the other option. There's really no failing. We keep trying these, these alternatives and, um, you know, something like this upcoming Jupiter Saturn conjunction that we're all talking about. There's a lot of options, <laughs> what we can do with this energy. So, you know, if we think Jupiter expanding, making it bigger, it's also that those belief systems and then Saturn, how we construct our reality. We have a lot of options for how we want to construct our reality for the next coming cycle. And so it's, it's just so empowering in that sense. Yeah, and I bet also it's very personal per person. It's not as easy. I think a lot of people shy away from astrology because they, they look at that mainstream and they'll look at a horoscope and then they'll say, well, how does that horoscope apply to everybody? I know other Capricorns like this, or I know other, you know, Geminis, and they're not like this. So, I, 
So how do you, is it more particularly to how the planets are aligned based on when you're born or is it more of a, like, is, cause I heard that it's like a blueprint of your soul, like literally your chart, which I really am not that good at reading yet. <laughs> it's really amazing. So you're absolutely right. There's, there's a couple things that we're doing. So for everybody, for example, there are key portals in time. So for, if we're just going to stay on the Jupiter theme, every you know, 11.86 or 12 years, we have a Jupiter return. So that's true for everybody. If you think about what was going on for you at age 12, you know, there's a leveling up in consciousness. Again, around 23, 24, there's that leveling up of consciousness, but what's very different for each individual is what that will look like. And that is dependent on the transiting Jupiter's relationship to their own planets, but also what house is it in? So say you have a Jupiter return in your fourth house. Well, maybe that has a lot to do with your home and your family and your ancestral origin and childhood upbringing and your emotional nature and things like that. But say you have it in the opposite house, you have a, you know, Jupiter transiting your 12th house and you're like, well, it's my career, it's my vocation, it's um, my reputation and my social contribution. And so it, it becomes differentiated very quickly, individual to individual. That is, so that is so fascinating. And I'm excited because I know this is a little bit of what you're talking about the summit too, which I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so yeah. pumped for that. So, and we'll talk a little bit about that in a few minutes, but so for you, like 2020, was it, was it a surprise for you or were you like, what did you do to prepare for this year? <laughs> I mean, that's always the fascinating thing. Knowing transits will happen. Um, it doesn't exempt you from experiencing it, but I did have, I think, a smoother ride in a sense of kind of minimizing my expectation for what I thought that I might be able to do for myself and my personal life because say, for example, I had Jupiter transiting in my 10th house. So I was like, career things at the beginning of the year. It was so funny. I, I had a goal to really um, do more live workshops. Like I wanted to be in person with people and things like that. And I still do. But then <laughs> the year started, I was like, well, that's not an option anymore. How can I pivot? And I think that was where, you know, instead of being in the resistance to that and being upset and being you know, like, why is this happening? <laughs> you know, I was able to pivot and, and just kind of augment my goals in that sense. But it was still, you know, still being connected to the core of what I wanted, but changing it a little bit. So I knew that um, things would be changing this year. I didn't know exactly how. I had a feeling that it might have to do with people being a little bit afraid of people because of the Saturn in Aquarius piece. Right. Um, but I didn't know what that would look like. And, and that's oftentimes um, how, it, how it goes. We can, we can name the coming themes and, and the undercurrents, but the exact manifestation is, is really hard to pin down. I mean, some people maybe had more clarity on that than I did, but I definitely, I was waiting for this. I think when I found out about it in like 2012, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, everybody thought 2012 was going to be a big deal. <laughs> and they're like, oh, just wait eight more years. <laughs> wow. Seriously. But then there's a lot that we're really thinking this because of the January 12th event, right? The, um, the Pluto. Jupiter Pluto conjunctions. Yes. And about that because I think people, if, if they understand that, I think it, the whole 2020 will make a little bit more sense. Don't you think? 
Yeah, absolutely. So Jupiter makes everything bigger, expands our awareness of a topic. And now if we apply Jupiter with any other planet, now we're kind of expanding the function of that planet because that's Jupiter's function is to expand something. So Pluto is all about transformation and alchemy and transmutation, but also profound change. And a lot of times it's the change that we're really resistant to. And Pluto has been in Capricorn. So this is the structure of our society. And so a lot of the changes that have had to happen, they've been a long time coming, but Jupiter just made it bigger. Jupiter's like, we're not going to be able to, to not see this. When you have that magnifying glass blowing up the, the scene in front of you, there's no denying it. So you know, there's a bunch of details attached to this, but I think at the core, what the common thread for everyone has been is that we know that things need to change and there's no going back. And it, it, there's not necessarily something um, inherently about it, even though change is scary, but if we are able to kind of lean in to that change and lean into the transformation, there is there are so many opportunities for, for growth that we hadn't even imagined. Like if we think of that Jupiterian growth combined with Pluto, it's like nuclear energy that we have, we can have that inside of us and do something with that rather than it being this external thing, like the, the Capricorn, the this Capricorn, is this out is there out and there. we're watching it change versus how it, what would happen if we internalized our own authority and we're able to really do something with that so i'm i'm inspired by it motivated by it for some it's it's really tricky right right yeah right it's, right. it's, it's the whole the you're, whole you're prepared for it and you know there's change coming so you're you can go against the current or you can go with it, right? That's <laughs> up to you. Yeah. <laughs> so what about the end of this year? I mean, we're coming up to, you know, this big cosmic event. And it's so interesting because I'm noticing like a lot of like, like mainstream media talking about it. Like everyone's jumping on this. I believe there's a big renaissance of, of, of astrology. Like we have way more people. They've always been interested. They've been closet, you know, they've been in the closet, I, I think. And I, and I know... I know such a high level, you know, a lot of the women that are in my community, they're like high level CEOs, executives, and they're very much involved in this kind of work. And, and it's, so it's not, I think it's changing for a lot of people. And a lot of people do know about this event that's supposed to happen um, on this winter solstice. What do you feel? I mean, what, how can we use that energy to our advantage? Or what do you feel about it? Well, I, I just to speak to the astrological renaissance first, I, I fully agree with you. And I'm, I'm so thrilled about it because I too had a moment where I came out of the closet and people were questioning, you know, but now it's like, it's the cool thing. So I'm really happy about that. Um, but going back to the Jupiter expanding things, magnifying things. Now Jupiter has us expanding our vision into soul so we can't deny that our soul exists we can't deny that we're spiritual beings having a physical experience and that there's multiple timelines happening and that we are powerful creators of our own reality so all of these things that were kind of closet truths and ideas that people wanted to believe in um, but now we're actually getting the saturnian kind of proof for it 
like we're, we're starting to see the synchronicities a lot more, at least I have been and, and the people that I've been talking to and connecting with, they're seeing it too. And so you just can't deny um, your beliefs in, in this kind of um, cosmic connection when you're witnessing them. And I think that's really the opportunity with Saturn is it grounds truth into reality. And now when it's Aquarius, <laughs> <laughs> this is whole this is next level i mean jupiter <clears throat> has not conjunct saturn in aquarius since 1405 so and there was quite a bit of renaissance happening in its own way around that time like just shortly after that the printing press was invented so there's there's going to be new ways of connecting with people and sharing ideas and um, inventions and, and progressive things but of course we're likely going to, um, you know, there's going to be a couple challenges because there's there's always the older status quo, and they're not going to really want the change because change is uncomfortable. So we're gonna we're gonna get to see this on both sides. Yeah, and that's even, that's even within ourselves, you know, just we're seeing in the collective where people are not gravitating towards the change as quickly. You know, it's like how do we look at that within us? You know what. What are those old tendencies that we we must really outgrow and and leave in that old Piscean age of of and I think also the synchronicities which you're talking about like noticing more of them, I think it has to do with this whole like Aquarius age to me is almost like you're realizing this um, that God is within you or that the higher consciousness and you know the stuff that like even Einstein would say you know you could believe life is a miracle or it's not, you know, now we're like, oh, wow, you know, he actually was saying something there, there. <laughs> you know, that, know that. that we could be guided by this highest consciousness and that we can trust or we can look to the cosmos for wisdom as well. So the summit is coming up and there's going to be, I'm so excited for your workshop because like I said, I, I feel like I'm a newbie at this. I, I've always been interested in astrology since I was a young girl. My mom has always been interested in astrology. That's the one thing she always <laughs> checked her horoscopes, make sure she was following. We used to follow her alter metacatalog. Oh, I do know <laughs> who he is. Yes. <laughs> have you seen his? Have you seen his documentary? I haven't, but my husband is is Mexican, and and oh, so cool. been, I've witnessed that and. <laughs> That is so cool. Yeah, the documentary was fascinating. He was a fascinating character. But um, my mom definitely was into it. And I, uh, as I deepened it, you know, I, I'm really, uh, really understanding that it can be a, a huge tool in your own uh, spiritual awakening journey. And that's what we've been talking about this week. Uh, and they're saying, yes, Walter Mercado cheering for him over there. <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit about the, the workshop you're hosting for us. It's going to be on Sunday. And it's at, yours is at what time at, in the morning, right? Yeah, it's 9 a.m. Pacific time or 10 um, mountain time. Yeah, I think that's another part of the Aquarius. Let's all try to show up at time because everyone's like from all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> we're all on these timelines. We have to, you know, this summit is an opportunity for the timelines to converge. I'm so excited. Um, so the the summit workshop that I'll be presenting will be uh, based on our time grids and just how to navigate them. So similar to what I was talking about with Jupiter and you say, you know, a Jupiter return is coming. What can you do about that? Um, how can you prepare for it? But similar to um, returns, which is like a conjunction, you know, a lot of us have heard of the Saturn return, which is every 29 
nine and a half years, there's also squares and oppositions. And those for Saturn, for example, happen every seven years. So there's always these kind of critical tension moments and all of the planets have these cycles. So I'll be diving into um, as many of the planets as can as I can in the, in the hour of time. And probably with a pretty strong emphasis on Jupiter-Saturn because it feels very relevant and timely for right now. And then also a little bit of how to, how to do this for yourself, um, how to be able to identify where you are in a cycle and your timelines. And, and from there, kind of where can you um, really lean into where and how your personal medicine is evolving right now. And, and by personal medicine, I mean those inherent gifts that you carry that are kind of unlocked at key moments in time, kind of like you know, an acorn holds all of the, the genetic blueprint of that oak tree, but you don't see it up front. You know, it's, it's very key time moments where it's unlocked and open. So we're just like that too. So I really see these transits as those kinds of um, unlocking and opening points. And for that reason, you know, it's, I feel like it's a completely anti-ageist system because there's, you never, it's not like, oh, Saturn return at 29 and then you're done. You know, it's like, no, <laughs> it's like, it goes on for every single day of your life. And, and so it just, I love this so much. And I'm, I love um, connecting people with with their own gifts and, and magic too. So I feel like this is a wonderful tool for that. I am so freaking excited, and I think it's such a like you said, it's an integral part of healing, and that's that that's the what we're really using this window for at the summit. You know, how can we use these incredible holistic tools to help us really heal, transform, and live sovereign lives? Because I think uh, the whole world is waiting on us, especially as women. <laughs> we're, we're leading we're leading this time i think um we're leading this revolution <laughs> sure 100 well thank you so much for being here uh where can people find you that's the big thing too because i want to make sure people find you you have you have some amazing wisdom that you put out on your page so where can we find you Oh, thank you. Um, two places. Uh, Instagram, I'm at moon.mystic and I post um, videos, little blurbs and things like that on the daily transit. And then also on my website, neurorichelle.com. Okay. Yeah, readings and, and the course where you learn how to read your own chart is there too. Oh, you have a course too. Is that like self-taught or are you, that is so yeah. cool. How yeah. long is the course? Um, it's about 18 to 20 hours of, of content plus some live one-on-one -on -one tutoring. So it's really great. It's kind of partially do at your own pace and then partially where are you and how can I support your learning? So it's really fun. I've, I've been loving it so much. I love that. And is it um, Western astrology? Just yes. Yeah, primarily like a mix of evolutionary astrology, um, Hellenistic astrology. In some cases, I do like to pull from the, the ancients um, <clears throat> and esoteric astrology, too. So um, that's fascinating. I think I'm going to sign up. <laughs> I really was looking for that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Nora. This has been so fascinating. You have so much wisdom and I cannot wait for you to share your medicina, your medicine with all the beautiful women at our summit. Remember ladies, this is coming up. It's like not this weekend, but next weekend. I can't believe it. So we're like eight days away and you can go to sovereignwomanmovement.com. There'll be a link in my 
IG as well as in the podcast replay if you're listening to the podcast. So make sure you get your ticket. If you sign up before the 12th, you'll get an extra bonus, which is a free ebook on healing by deepest wounds. And of course, if for some reason, let's say on Sunday you can't be there for Nara's presentation and you really don't want to miss it, then you can upgrade your ticket to a VIP ticket and then you'll have all of access to the replays and all this different uh, pre and post workshops so of the summit. So make sure you look at the details on that link. Sovereign Women movement.com thank you nora this has been fascinating and beautiful uh, i can't wait, can't wait. to join us, join us also next uh, saturday, uh, saturday or sunday, sunday for you, right, before the, right in the sandwich of the winter solstice i, <laughs> I am so excited thank you so much <laughs> this has been wonderful have a blessed rest of your day and thank you all so much uh we'll make sure we get the, any other questions over to nora and be sure to follow her as well thank you have a great day thank you. bye, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.